0: Okay, we're back. It's episode 123 on the Adrian Bowe podcast, and I'm really delighted to have a return guest, I think our third appearance, uh, and I'm in Josh Teslon's office. Josh, how are you going, mate? My man, Adrian Bowe, 2022. We're <laughs> back. It's a pleasure to be on for the third time, my man. Fantastic. We're just about to do our monthly group training session with you and the team, yeah. which is exciting. It's my favorite part of the month. Uh, and it's great that we get to sit down and work on the business rather than in the business. Just for that 30-day cycle, um, have you found it to be quite beneficial and as far as a collaboration but also a learning process? Absolutely. Look, we speak to a lot of people, mate, in
1: the industry, agents, trainers, coaches, and I say this uh, truly with all honesty, my man, having someone to speak to and access daily. We talk all the time. Whether we're talking about restaurants, watches, real estate, coaching, vendor management, you know, weight loss, having, some, having someone there talking about life and accessible daily, mate, just helps. And I suppose the sessions that we do isn't necessarily reinventing the wheel. Mm. It's not like you're giving us some whiz-bang idea that's going to get us 20 listings overnight. Mm. It's very much talking about what's not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we have to work on? You know, what's a plan of attack that this isn't quite working? Like another, an example, and I'll share it briefly, with staff. Like, mate, doing 350 sales myself last year and the office did 534, you know, we were very slim on staff. Now, whether or not that was a small office or, you know, recruiting was hard to do, since our chat, you know, Taylor's bringing on an admin. She starts in a week or so. I just brought on a new sales associate. Having someone to tell you, Josh, you need this to get to the next level, yep. is sometimes you just need that sort of harsh reality and that talking to. And, and, mate, you know, we don't pull any punches with each other. You're honest. You're transparent. And as I said, my man, we
0: wouldn't be here without you. just uh-huh. this- accountability is the big thing so man we appreciate you so much yeah, my pleasure so that's a really good coaching piece um, for everyone that's listening to this and obviously we've got a huge following josh yeah. um, and you know whether it's me or someone else the important message in that is you've got to have an objective point of view so what josh was talking about is in our last session when it was like okay there's a blockage here how do we get to the next level for me it was obvious it was so obvious that we had an issue in terms of meeting that 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 extra team member. Um, And since since then, you know, 30 days later, we're sitting here and Maren's sitting in the office with a new team member and it's happening. But sometimes it just takes that nudge because you can be too consumed and too close to the business sometimes and having that objective point of view to be able to provide you that advice and whether it's me or someone else, the coaching piece for anyone listening is, always bounce off ideas, whether it's a peer partner, a mentor, or someone that you look up to, because what might not seem obvious to you will certainly seem obvious to someone who's more detached From the actual business itself. Now, Josh, we'd be very remiss not to talk about the amazing achievement of last year, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I know that we set that goal. Initially, it was like 250, 300. Then, you know, obviously we smashed the 350. Now, this is just so the listeners know, just to be really, really clear Josh does not do project marketing, he does not do land sales. He does houses, domestic existing houses. So that 350 is a genuine number and that was literally with two associates and one admin support, right? So now obviously the team's going to grow because anything above 350 is going to be a bonus. We're going to try and do something with a four in front of it if we can but at the end of the day, what Josh and I have been talking about is yeah, growth's good but let's not focus on growth for growth's sake. Let's also focus on three other factors which is no leakage in our business. Business. That's why we're growing the team. Two is let's not personally burn out. Like, of course, there's sacrifice, you know, and, and there are long hours involved. And it's no secret, Josh, that you do work very, very hard, right? And the third thing is to make sure that the customer service experience doesn't drop either, right? So I'd be very happy, Josh, if, if this year we replicated 350 and all those three factors were improved. So if we had no burnout, no leakage, no leakage, And the customer service experience increased right for example but i think that we've always liked to achieve a little bit more and i think that we'll probably get there anyway so what are your thoughts on that mate in terms of looking at it holistically not just focusing on the numbers but looking at the business holistically in that sense 350 was
1: wild like mate you know anyone at any start of the year you say to someone and you say to a coach you know i'm going to go for 300 350 sales People will have thought we're we're barking mad. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I suppose how we got there, the goal initially, like my previous year, I'd never hit 200. Mm -hmm. My previous best was 193. Mm -hmm. So the goal I had in my phone, I looked at it the other day and I I sort of giggled at it a bit. You know, the goal was 220. Mm -hmm. And then it quickly went to 250. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to do 300. And then I hit 300 with eight weeks to go. And we sat down and we texted and I said, Bowie, I said, I need a new goal. I'm I'm very goal orientated. I need to be striving towards something. There's nothing worse. You're going to work every day, not with a goal to achieve. 350. And look, it went down to the absolute last day, almost. You know, we're talking hours before it ticked over to 2022. Uh, But, mate, we hit 350. It was fantastic. We celebrated it. You know, had a couple of drinks, and and me and the boys, you know, looked back and thought this was just insane. But I suppose this year, what we want to improve on, and this is for everyone in the industry. Mm-hmm. I suppose you want to get higher fees. Like, there's no secret. We have the highest fees in our area, two point five percent. You know, if we can get a higher fee, if we can give them a better service and justify the fee, mm-hmm. a lot healthier as well. Like as you said, sacrifice. And to all the listeners listening to this. You know 350 didn't come easy. Yeah. Like mate, but we're talking working waking up at you know 10 11 o'clock in the morning and finishing at 1 o'clock at night. Yeah. planning processes I'm doing 6 to 7 selling appraisals a day. That's exhausting. Yeah. You know, the nutrition side of things like I just eat to survive, you know, macas, burgers, whatever was quick and easy. Whereas now, obviously, in the last sort of eight weeks, we've formed a fitness plan, me and Bowie. And look, we're not personal trainers by any means, but, mate, set a nice fitness plan for ourselves. And, you know, I'm six, seven kilos down, feeling lighter, in my suits again, you know, feeling good, looking better, you know, which gives you more confidence. So I suppose doing it healthier, I've expanded my team, not because I want to delegate and give them listings and sales and make them do my job. It's just so we've got a more smoother, consistent process. We want people to know from A to Z, you know, we've got everything covered. Mm -hmm. I've got another admin starting for the office in probably about two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, she's fantastic, young, lives local. Mm -hmm. So I think that will really add to the experience in the team. And I suppose this year around, you know, a lot of people looked at me and said, "Okay, first year, 71 sales. Lucky. Next year, I did 113 sales. Mm -hmm. Year after that, 193. Last year, 350. So I suppose the goal this year, if we had a four in front of it, I think that would just be stupid. As in, like, that would be wild. We're going to go for it. We're, yeah. we're going for the 400. Uh, if not, you know, anything better than 350 or replicating 350 again, like you said, but doing it in a healthier way, a better way. The customers were still happy. You know, I think we received out of 350 sales, 345 positive reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, would like to make up that five this year and be 100%. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, and what I love about that, uh, um, Josh, is that, uh, we're talking about real estate holistically not just about gci or number of sales so you and i have had multiple conversations and we're constantly texting each other late at night etc and and that what you mentioned about the health plan the nutrition plan you know like it's not it's not something that's complicated it's like well you know you're doing your bike for example you know for some people it might be a walk for someone it might be a swim for other might might be yoga might be meditation but you know that i'm a massive advocate that you have to do something that is is not only just for your physical health but for your mental health because that that feeling physically better makes you feel mentally better and you can just feel that in your energy now yeah. now are, are, are you going to make mistakes and are you going to get off track yes and that's already happened and you and i have spoken about it yeah and it's like don't beat yourself up about it if you can work and you ask me directly, you know, what about you, Bone? And I always say to you, mate, I've got like an 85% plan. Yeah. As long as I'm sort of eating well and doing all the right things 85% of the time, I think that's sometimes as good as it's going to get, you know? So I think it's really sensible. Now, for a lot of people that are listening, um, Josh, obviously 350 is just never going to be achievable. 200, even 100 is never going to be achievable, right? Yeah. But they're working in a different market. So what people need to realise is, is Josh is very fortunate that he worked in a high-volume market, and he's got very high market share, okay? So uh, if you're listening to this, don't feel inferior if you're only doing 30, 40 sales. That's still still a decent amount, right? Um, In fact, you know, the average agent in Australia is probably only selling 20 properties, right? So, you know, if you're doing anything more than 40 or 50 sales, you're still in that top 10 15% in the country, right, which a lot of people don't realise. But what practical advice can you give someone, um, Josh, who's who's at a certain level in their career, whether, whether they've been in the industry, you know, one year or 15 years, what are practical tips can you give them in order to move the needle, in order to get more listings, more sales? I think you've got to do more. The biggest advice I could give
1: is that people either in the industry for so long become complacent, don't want to change. I suppose the benefit to myself is we're always looking at doing more now I sat down and I had a prospecting plan at the start of the year for my agents you know I've got young agents that work within my office I've got Mark Mark just did over 800k Mark Cadad. dad you know I've got Taylor Taylor just cracked 1.8 he was writing 600 in his last office we bring on Alex Salomar Salomar was doing maybe 200 in a year already done 350 in four months under you know the office so and that's down to them working hard I just tweak them one two percent you know their success is their success and we all celebrate it together So I suppose the biggest tips I can give, as I said, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. Like these aren't things that people already don't know. But if I was to break it down and say, how do you get the most exposure? Number one, you've got to do bulk exposure with letterbox drops, especially now that people are, you know, staying indoors more, only leaving the house to go shopping or check their mailbox, you know, because of COVID and and what's going on. Imagine every day you're lifting your letterbox drop, you're lifting your letterbox and you see Josh Teslin. My face, my number, my brand, my mobile number. That's as simple as it is. Now, we're doing extreme amounts. Well, we're doing 20000 a property. I'm listing per month anywhere between 30 and 50 properties myself per month. So the volume is high. Number one, letterbox drops. Number two, for me, that's been a sort of, you know, a bit of a game changer, buses. I sort of get people, they look on realestate.com and they see me on the listed section and they see me on the sold section. You know, they see me, you know, out and about on the boards. But buses, it's just another form of subliminal marketing. You're in the car, you pull up and I've got 50 buses with my face. Are you selling Josh Teslin, Ray White and my mobile number? Number three, I think going back to the old school withdrawn sales. we do a lot of that you know knocking on doors that are 60 days going to expire up to 90. Asking the question, my associates, you know, you've been on the market for 60 days. You're not sold yet. I respect that, you know, but if you're not sold in another couple of weeks, are you open to a conversation? Agency agreement ends. They're looking for a new agent. We're on the door, you know. Next thing I'd probably recommend would be the banners on real estate and domain and more exposure online. I think online exposure, when someone goes to real estate and it's got Ray White, Ray White, Ray White, Ray White's everywhere, all of a sudden we're selling, yeah, we're going to call Ray White. It's Josh. It's Ray White. You become synonymous with the brand, and we work in conjunction. The next one, Facebook, mate. I've been doing Facebook lives, and I suppose any bit of exposure you can do on social media, one click of a button, and you know this well, Bowie. You know you can be in front of ten thousand people. You can't make ten thousand phone calls in a day. Mm-hmm. Often I ask the question in listing appointments. You know, do you guys have Facebook? One will say no, one will say maybe or, or yes, and then they'll say, mate. And I always ask, you know, do you see my ads? And I go, mate, we see your ads everywhere. It doesn't matter how old you are, 50, 60, 40, 20. It doesn't matter of age. You can still post on socials what you list, what you sell, get a review, live video of an auction. Me and Timmy Snell, mate, you know Timmy well, we did an auction in Pega Place Marion just before Christmas. Just a live video. I boosted it for $1,000. Mate, we had 85,000 views. And I just listed four doors down from the live video. He goes, oh, I saw your auction. I said, were you there? And she said, no, 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 I watched it on Facebook. Mate, mm-hmm. hey, 2.5% on a $1.2 million house, there's the listing just from one live video. Mm-hmm. So I suppose exposure is key. People have got to know the results. People have got to know you're an agent. People have got to know you're doing good for the community too. Mm-hmm. I post a lot of community stuff. I don't do it because I suppose I have to do it. I do it because I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, mate, In your you do market wrap-ups in Coogee and Waterloo and surrounds. You know, your market, giving an update, sponsoring schools and clubs. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I sponsor the Quakers Hill Soccer Club, I sponsor the Quakers Hill Rugby League Destroyers, the Quakers Hill Netball. I also do F45. I also do a local restaurant, the Quakers Hill Baseball Pirates. I do a lot of, I suppose, community give back you know, there was an accident, unfortunately, at the school recently, you know, medical costs. I covered the medical costs. So at the end of the day, you've got to give back to your community because that's the people who are going to be the raving fan. Someone who's going to be like, you know what? Josh helped this and Josh always supports the community and we're selling. We don't want just someone who's in it for the commission. We want someone that cares. Uh, Colouring in comps, mate, they work beautifully. We had over 400 entries recently. On the Colouring in. it's got their name. It's got the kid's name, the parent's name, the school. The parent's number and their address what a great way of prospecting my boys are calling them again today for the fourth time just saying hey you know this is what's happening in the market we've just sold this we'll just sell at the right price constantly updating i suppose our market and our database so i suppose from that letterbox drops which is the physical you've got social media live videos exposure on the internet Banners, real estate domain, community initiatives, buses, become imagine like a pizza. Why only do one slice of the pizza? Be well rounded. It's like a mixed martial artist. You know, they're not just good in boxing. You know, you've got to be good in grappling. You've got to be good in submissions. You've got to be good in, you know, taekwondo, kickboxing. There's a thousand different elements to a mixed martial artist. There should be more prospecting methods for a real estate agent. So I suppose doing more. Um, you don't need to spend $1,000 straight away, 50 bucks, 5 bucks. My boys spend 100 bucks, $70. Just become the agent that people can't escape. They might have a bit of a joke and say, oh, Josh, we've see you everywhere. We can't stop seeing your face. But guess what? If they can't stop seeing my face and they like me or they don't, I'm in the living room. They've chosen me to sell their house or I'm up against other agents. You've got a chance to get the listing. And that's our job, getting people from A to B, but you've got to be in the
0: appointments and you've got a prospect. Some awesome takeaways there, guys. Now, that's in addition to traditional form of phone prospecting. So there's just so many practical tips there that Josh has just provided, which should complement your daily prospecting of either your database or past clients. So, Josh, we're just about to do a session with your team. So we'll wrap it up. Now, that was a really good nice session around some practical takeaways just as we finish up just an important uh, message for people that are listening in terms of what what is a sensible sacrifice for them to make if they want to go pro like you know if they want a 2x right and that might mean going from 20 to 40 sales or 40 to 80 sales you know do people need to realize there's a personal sacrifice involved both socially and also both in terms of hours of work and to just please talk us through that hours of work absolutely and
1: look a lot of people have the band-aid solution and i believe the band-aid solution is hiring an assistant to do the work that they won't do and that's not the solution you hire an assistant to assist you but nothing looks worse you you, you know mate an office locally in my area. I won't name names. Mate, the kids selling maybe 15, 20 houses a year, just fraud on an associate. And I thought to myself, what are you doing? Earn your stripes. Mark in my office is just starting to hire an assistant. He did 70 sales last year, over 800K. And Mark's, you know, just needing one. Someone doing 10 to 15 sales does not require an assistant in my eyes. So I believe truly, you know, getting from A to B and improving your business, the sacrifice you've got to do you know, I don't go out every weekend. You know, I don't, I'm lucky. My mum works in my business. You know, she's my general manager handles accounts and she's awesome. If I didn't have her in the office, I wouldn't see her a lot. Yeah. I don't see my sisters. You know, my sisters bring my niece into me. I see her in the office for five minutes. You know, the sacrifice is you've got to do the hours. Now my hours are stupid. As you I say stupid, not that I don't enjoy it. I love it. And I've got a passion But I'm working seven days. This week, mate, we've got, I think, 42 open homes on Saturday and another 40, and another, sorry, 38 on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like running that with a team of four, just myself, Mm -hmm. is high volume because I've got to get back to every buyer, every vendor, negotiate, sell, Mm -hmm. list off the back of it, prospect off the open home attendees. So the sacrifice is that you're not going to be home at five o'clock every day. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. You're not going to be able to you know, go on, if you're single, 50 dates a week with 50 different girls. You've got a choice to make. Either you become a gym junkie and you're in the gym 24 seven, or you maybe do a couple of sessions a week and you're working. I'd say the money is made in real estate, for me, between five and nine o'clock at night. The money's made there. People go home, people have kids, people have commitments. I'm in appointments, I'm listing. You can't list, you can't sell, you can't leverage, you can't be in real estate. So you've got to have a sacrifice from a personal point, you know, reward yourself, of course, but watches, cars, whatever, suits, make yourself feel good. But at behind all the all the money and behind all the commission and behind being number one in your, your network and all that garbage, there's sacrifice in terms of hours, exhaustion, you know, not feeling good, waking up with like I woke up this morning with the biggest headache I've had in months. Why? Worked hard last night, worked late. So my biggest uh yeah, my biggest takeaway to everyone is you've got to have sacrifice. Obviously, in the early days of of my career, I was sacrificing family, friends. I still do now. My social life is very limited. You know, I just bought a new house, so I'm looking to have a few more parties and gatherings and, you know, celebrations with my team because the old house I have is a little bit small. Um, But, you know, I think sacrifice, you've got to sacrifice. And we're in an industry where what you put in, you get out. You sacrifice two to three years of your life. You do the hours. You meet people. You prospect. You get a good name in your area real estate is not forever like no one is in real estate until you're 90 years of age we'd hope to maybe retire at maybe 50 60 comfortably live on a beach and, and say anara but at the end of the day to get to a level where you're writing a million bucks and a million bucks is a great rider you know 5 million bucks is amazing 7 10 million bucks is just phenomenal you can choose your paycheck in this industry you can either write 500k 200k a million dollars it just comes down to the hours you're willing to put in as well as um, you know how hard you're willing to work. If you work hard, you'll see rewards. And, and I went, like I had one of my one of my um, close friends say to me the other day, he goes, "Joshie, he goes, man, I'm working so hard." I go, "How long have you been working?" He goes, "Oh, for the last two weeks, I've letterbox dropped every night." And I said, "Mate, I said two weeks isn't going to get you a listing." I said, two months, two years, that'll get you listings." So it's it's staying persistent. It's staying, I suppose, accountable with Bowie. As I said, all my numbers every week go to Bowie, as well as it's staying consistent if you're not consistent you're very patchy i do letterbox drops one day two days my marketing it's out every day i'm very very anal on it it has to go out and when it goes out i know that i'm prospecting if you don't prospect you can't sell and as i said there's big sacrifice but
0: there's also big reward and what you get in you put out awesome Great, thanks so much Josh, I really love your authenticity, your passion your energy and also your honesty and transparency so I really appreciate it and just for the listeners this guy walks his talk, I'm telling you not one week goes past where he does not send me his accountability numbers and also during the week I'll usually get a call or a few messages um, and some some advice so this is, this is a person who's at the absolute top of his game who still reaches out and still is wanting to learn and grow. So I really appreciate everything you do for the industry, Joshi. Um, let's go do the session with the team. And thanks again for appearing again on the Adrimbo podcast. We'll do this again, I think in a couple of months. Appreciate you, Bowie. Thank you so much. You know what it
1: is.